all great businesses have opinions. You need to go out and know what your opinions are and wrap your processes and your company around your opinions and go with it. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Hey everyone, it is a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio, and I want to give you all a very warm welcome. My name is Kathleen. I'm a co-owner here at Estimate Rocket, and I'm joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank, our Education and Engagement Director. Hey, Chris, it's great to have you with us today. It's awesome to be here. So today, Chris and I are super excited It's almost a once in a great while we get our co-founder and CEO with us, Thomas Drost. We're also joined by our lead software developer and director of product, Bevan Hernandez. On this episode, we are continuing with our Rival series, How to Rival. We're celebrating the launch of Rival Tuesdays here at Estimate Rocket. We're offering software training and group collaboration. And on the podcast, we're featuring people on our development team, people who know Estimate Rocket intimately well and who are helping to choose where we're going next as a company. And we're hoping you can learn from this journey because you're all on your journey to the next place. We're talking about opinionated offerings, how that works in software and how that works in your company. Have you taken the road less traveled? Hey guys, it is so fantastic to have Tom Drost and Bevan Hernandez in the Estimate Rocket Radio Studios. Welcome. Hey, Kathy. Great to be here. Very excited to uh, share my opinions today. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kathy. I'm glad to be here as well. You guys, we are in the middle of the How to Rival podcast series. And as you guys know, it's during our launch of Rival Training We call it Rival Tuesdays here at Estimate Rocket and really excited. I mean, we're all pumped about it because it's just giving people more of what they want. And also it kind of helps us understand how we're coming across to people well and what people are are getting, what they need help with. And so we're doing the series just talking about how we rival in the marketplace. You know, what are we doing to stay at the top of our game? And we're helping other people and other businesses stay at the top of their game. So we're talking about opinionated offerings. And to start with, there's this thing in the tech world and development world called opinionated software. We're going to start there and kind of take it into opinionated offerings for businesses. But let's start with you, Tom. Talk to me about opinionated software. What is it? And then Bevan, you can jump in there. The best way to explain it, or the best example of both opinionated software and hardware is Apple. Uh, Anyone who's ever dealt with Apple or worked with Apple software or Apple devices knows that Apple has a way of doing things and it's the way Apple thinks you should do it. (laughs) And and it works great for many, many people. Uh, And there's a whole process that goes into it uh, to, to developing that. My opinion of opinionated software is that it, it has a flow and a direction to it based on the work that's being done and not on just a generic set of steps that would be that might apply to anything in the world versus what this software is designed to do. And I, I think it helps the right opinions will make your 
should make your workflow smoother and more naturally. Yeah. So um, there are pieces of software that are less opinionated and more opinionated. In reality, all software is kind of opinionated because it's got baked in assumptions from the people who designed it, right? There, there's not really this, unless you're truly designing custom software for you, you've always got um, the opinions of the makers in it. Um, and the the element of that that Tom's talking about with uh, Apple related to the design and the, the the way that you create that opinions opinionated software is about it's kind of like a recipe, right? Um, you know, they've l tested and and <laughs> tasted all these different um, dishes and, and mixed a little bit of this and mixed a little bit of that. Same thing with the software. They've, they've, they've experimented and they've designed and they've tested that with real users to find out what's gonna be the best um, thing. It's kind of like kind of like Chinese food. If you've ever tried to make your own Chinese food, it can be rough, right? <laughs> if you don't know how to make Chinese food. Yes. But man, somebody who makes Chinese food makes awesome Chinese food. Right. Um, it's kind of the same way. Hmm. Okay. So opinions, opinions come in and a road is chosen, you know, uh, it's, it's two paths. What is it? Two paths. I'm going to have to edit this. I'm thinking of the Robert <laughs> Frost two, two path converged or diverged in a wood. Okay. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yes. Help me, Devin. <laughs> I know it about as well as you do, Chris. <laughs> Perfect. That gets us nowhere. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're picking a road and we're picking a way and saying, okay, this is, this is the way we're going to go. And there's pros and cons. There's, there's things that's in the way. And then now that you've chosen, there's things that are out of the way. And that's as good. Is that like a good way to kind of understand? Like that's the whole Apple thing, right? Like, look, it's an iPhone. It does what it does. It does not do the other stuff. And if you're going to go with an F iPhone, you just got to learn the iPhone, right? Is that, mm -hmm. does that get us there? You think, is that kind of what we're talking about? I think um, to what Bevan also said, every product and software and service has an opinion of some sort. And some have really strong opinions and some have mild opinions. The reason that there are so many different pieces of software and so many different pieces of hardware and so many different companies and so many different processes is because different people like different opinions better than others. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm in sales, so I'm going to go back to uh, the, with estimate rocket, you know, what's the proof that our opinionated software is the right approach and the right opinion. Ooh. That's and, a good question. That's a great question. I Kat. will bring this back to what the engineers present me with stats, with year over year stats and year over year over year, our customers are having repeatable, predictable growth in profitability and in sales. Okay. That's good. Well, let me, let me extend that question though, to you guys. That was a great question. How do you, how do you know that our opinions and our opinionated software is what kind of jives with the opinions and the needs of a lot of people out there. And then I'm going to, you guys can give some short, short responses to that. And I'm going to cut real fast after your responses to businesses and opinionated offerings in general. Yeah. So how do you know that they're the right opinions, right? There, there's, um, and how do you know that they're the right opinions for you? Um, I think so. a big piece of that is 
is listening to the expertise of the people who are like you, right? So if you if you're going to, and I don't know if that I'm answering this fast, um, if you're going to the gym and you want results, you go to the gym with, that has people who are obtaining the results you want. You don't go to the gym, I don't know if you want to be a, a ballet dancer and you don't go to the gym with all the weightlifters because that's just not going to work for you. You go where the expertise is and then you understand that you're going to have to change a little bit um, in order to achieve those results. If you try to force your methods into you know what they're doing, the, the system's not going to work. Software is the same way. You know, you're you're when you adopt a piece of software, you are kind of signing on board for all the expertise that that company has, um, because they've they've obviously had the success. They've they've had people do it, and that's really important to 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 sort of take on board that you're you're really joining a system, not just picking up a piece of software. Mm, that's good. And and I hear results, success is, mm-hmm. does it work? I hear, hear results coming through a lot. Is that what you feel about knowing Tom, if you have the right opinion, <laughs> if your software is opinionated in the right way? Absolutely. Um, and we listen to our customers, uh, their feedback and their comments and how they respond to things. And we can see in the in the in the big picture that they are having good results or having results or positive results, and that is the validation, you know, for us that we're going down the right path. Nothing's perfect, and you know your opinions ebb and flow and change as does your do your processes and your products and people. But if we're going in the right direction, we want to continue going in that direction. And our experience so far is that we're going in the right direction. Okay. So let's take this to the story of the business owners that we're working with. Let's take it. We, we talked about estimate rocket. Do businesses have opinionated offerings and let's, let's help, let's identify some of those. So we, people can see that it doesn't just work in the software and development world. It's every business has to choose a path. So tell me about that. Do our businesses choose a path over another and are they offering opinionated offerings to their customers? The successful ones are, I believe. Uh, and I think it's really the easiest way to see that is to just go look at a couple of uh, websites for competitors, be they local competitors or national competitors, you know, other companies in the same field and read about their processes. I mean, processes are a big, big part of uh, of this opinionated offerings concept, you know, what, how do we do it differently than they do it? What makes us better than them? And that's all a part of your company opinion and, and your core values. And it, you know, there's other ways to express opinions when you're looking at it from a whole company standpoint, it becomes who you're, uh, who you are, what you're about and how you do things. Really good, Tom. I think the other component of that is, again, it goes back to that expertise. You know, I don't know, of a, um, a, a person in the trades who's going to come to my house and let me dictate all of the, um, you know, no, uh, you're not going to prime my walls. I don't want my walls primed or no, I, I don't want you to use this paint that is proven. I want you to use this cheap paint I got off the street somewhere right. and because you can't stand behind that right like i can't even imagine i can't even imagine their faces um, but but you know that that me trying as the consumer trying to dictate to um somebody who's got expertise in their field 
that, that's just not going to turn out well. So I think it's, it's, it's absolutely the same for them. So what's well the, what that is well said, both, both you guys are doing really well. Let me, let me just keep bringing this into a very simple, simple place. And that is what is the fear of becoming too narrow in your offerings? There's a lot of fear. I think like, well, if I offer this thing and people don't want it, then I'm screwed. Um, how do you, how do you manage that fear of becoming too narrow, too opinionated, too specific? Um, and, and then tell me what people are dealing with at the crossroads there. And because there's a lot of risk involved with that. Don't, don't you think, am I right about kind of emphasizing that risk at that crossroads? There's, there's no question in my mind that that's true, but having an opinion uh, doesn't mean that you can't change your opinion over time and, and uh, Ooh, that's good. That's and good. enhance your, you know, not enhance. doesn't mean that you can't educate your opinion based on your experiences over time. So, but having an opinion and going for it is how that's what successful people do. Again, may have to change it, but you go with it and then you look for results. And if you're getting the results you're expecting and want, then you probably want more of that opinion. And over time, the opinion will progress and evolve. So everything should change over time. Mm. Even though, Kathy, on that, this is a question to you. Even mm-hmm. though customers don't like you changing, <laughs> they don't like you changing on them. You know that old, it's an old story, and I think it may have been an Aesop fable. Uh, you know, the the man who was blowing on the oatmeal or whatever that he was eating because it was hot and it mm-hmm. turned cold. And, you know, he's blowing it to cool it down, basically. And then I think something was too cold. I forget what it was. And he blew on it and it, it warmed up. Or he's blowing on his hands to warm him up after the cold. And basically it was a problem for somebody looking on because you blew with hot and cold breath. And so anyway, the the idea there was, is that people like us to stay the same. They like us to be predictable. They like to know what they have. And so estimate rocket as an example has been something for a long time. And some people like, I know Nick may talks about, I love how estimate rocket is, is what it is. It doesn't change all the time. You learn it and you get your team trained on it. And it's not a different thing the next month or next year. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of people saying, well, we want you to change. We want you to do what my company needs. And so we're, we're left in the middle. And that's kind of hard for us. From the sales point of view, there's a balance, right? You know, first of all, if you're not as a person, an individual, and as a company, if your teams aren't continually educating themselves and evolving and changing you're dying. If you're not growing, evolving and changing, the path is a downward spiral, which Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people understand out in the marketplace. They're dealing with some of that right now. Um, So the goal is to have a balance, uh, methodically figure out and strategize where is your company going, whether you're a painting company, concrete company, Um, builder remodeler or a software company, you have to have a vision. You have to discuss that with your leadership team. Everyone has to be on board and methodically you strategize how you want to grow and change. And some of that is through customer input, 
But some of that is also allowing our expertise to figure out what our customers need before they even know they need it. And that's the sweet spot, I feel, in growing a truly successful business. Yeah, that's the vision. That's really good because that's the vision Tom talked about. The Mm -hmm. the vision of knowing not just what people want, but what will they want. Yes, let our engineers be visionary. Right. Do you guys feel like you're visionary? But we're talking about opinionated, which means... You, we've taken a direction. We've taken a path. Mm-hmm. We've chosen a path of, of the two that diverged in the wood, and maybe it's made all the difference. But you know, how do you? Are we changing and growing? Are we evolving? Um, Bevan and Tom, do you feel like we're changing and growing along with being opinionated and having taken a direction? Bevan, what you could start on that if you want. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're always evolving. I mean, that that's that's we're always looking for. Um, what's next. And you may not always see what's evolving. There's a lot of things that happen in the background. I won't go into the techno babble around it, but there's a lot of things that that are happening to prepare us for different things. But but we're always um, growing towards something. I think the one kind of interesting distinction about the the way the opinionated software in the path, it's, it's a perfect, perfect analogy. You know, lots of people think, oh, if you just tweak this one thing, it'll work great for me. But that's kind of diverging from the path, right? And every divergence from the path makes it no longer a path that somebody can follow. Instead, it turns into a big field and it gets really confusing because you don't know where to go. And man, I'm really using these analogies today. But it the the you you have to be careful about trying to dilute the opinions by tweaking little things because you can end up in a situation where no one can use the software because it doesn't make sense anymore. Um, So I think that that's really key. Are we evolving? Absolutely. Will we continue to evolve? Absolutely. Will we continue to evolve in an, in an opinionated way? Absolutely. That's, that's all going on right now. I could not say it better than that. Well, you're going to have to try. <laughs> okay. Come on, Tom. You always have more to add. <laughs> here's let me let me um, refine let me refine this like the end questions a little bit here. Um, from what we've learned as a company, you know, again, I keep taking us back to we're teaching people how to rival because we are rivaling because we are trying to beat our personal best, because we are listening and responding, but also trying to offer a very specific thing, go in a specific direction. And we're taking all the risks of choosing a visionary path, mm-hmm. saying, hey, we believe this is the right thing that you may not know you want this just yet. We're going to go ahead. We're going for it. We're taking risks. We're growing in new ways. And sometimes that's not always recognized right away. Um, so you guys, as we're growing and learning and we're rivaling, what would you say is the best thing to take away from this conversation about opinionated offerings? When these companies that we are helping through the technology we offer, through setting an example, when they come up against the critique of customers or their industry that say, you guys, you're, you're going down the wrong path. You're being too specific. You, you have to, you have to be willing to do anything and everything depending on who's given you their opinion at the time. What would you say to them as they navigate these same waters that we're navigating right now? Let's start with you, Tom. The statement that I've heard a lot recently is uh, find something you're doing well and is successful and do more of it. And that's what we're going to do. 
And I think we're, our, so a lot of our success has been because we've created a, a product with opinionated, uh, you know, an opinionated offering. We have an, a strong opinion about how to help people use that product and, and, uh, and prosper from it and succeed with it. And we're going to continue on that same path. And we're going to continue to go down the path that we believe is not necessarily what you want right now, but it's probably what you need. Wow. That's bold. That's bold. Now that is taking a road less traveled, brother. <laughs> Evan, what do you what do you think? Yeah. So I think there's a we're gonna take this literary again. There's a there's a Zen master who said, um, you know, the man who chases two rabbits catches neither. And for people who are kind of embarking on the, wow, people want me to do all these different things and they, they want me to, you know, mow the lawn and paint the roof and I don't know, all these different offerings, you have to realize if you, if you don't focus in on one of them, you're not going to be good at any of them. And, you, and it's really key to, you know, find what it is, double down on what it is that you do the, the very best, discover what that is, and then, and then push that further. And it's, it is scary, but if you look at the success stories of companies through the years, all of them who really, really made it, all the ones who, who we know about, we read the business stories, they all found whatever that was that was their true north, that, that thing that only they could do. Um, and it doesn't matter what industry they're in, whether they're in software or the trades or manufacturing, they all found that kind of one key thing. So, you know, find it and, and experiment and uh, figure out what it is and and stick through it. I mean, it's it's scary, but it that that ride is so worth it. Kathy, in a sentence or two, this is the challenge for all of us. That's impossible. It is, <laughs> it is, you have a lot of faith where Estimate Rocket is at, mm -hmm. but as people watch how we're growing and how we're doing with you know choosing the right path and and taking bold moves, mm -hmm. in a sentence or two, what can people do in their business that feels similar to that? How, how, how should that inspire businesses to do? Well, I always tell people birds of a feather flock together. And if there's a pearl of wisdom I can share with anyone is as you're growing, continue to reach out to your peers in the industry that are doing equally as well as you are and listen to them and, mm -hmm. and get their opinions and their feedback on how, how they're hiring, how they're training their teams. Nothing is impossible. You know, people say the hiring uh, portion of our business is such a challenge. Yep. I get it. We all face challenges, but let's, I don't know if you remember this game. It was called Pac-Man when, when I was in college and I never played those games, but I used to watch the guys play it on, on the TV. And, and what the Pac-Man did is it would go under, it would, it would go under, it would go over, it would find a hole in the middle, it would find a missing brick in a corner. And you got points by, by really figuring out how to overcome all the obstacles. And I think that's why we're here on this earth. This is why um, we love being entrepreneurs is to, is to find these challenges and overcome it. And Estimate Rocket University, we launched it in July. That's part 
of helping you succeed because we're having industry experts. Besides the Estimate Rocket team, we're bringing in industry experts to give you advice and pearls of wisdom of how to overcome and face these challenges head on and overcome them. So, you know, we're take all these pieces and gravitate to what feels comfortable to you and you need to formulate a plan and move forward. That sounds simple enough. <laughs> and hopefully, um, that was a be... lot more than two sentences. I know you can't. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, wait a second. I don't think any of us can say something in two sentences. I got what I need out of it. I got what I need. Um, but we hope people can be encouraged in their, in their stories by what we're experiencing because we're experiencing some pretty neat things. And mm -hmm. we see a lot of stories that are looking brighter and brighter. And we're trying to, um, hang with birds of a feather too. You know, like we're, we want to be around successful people and keep making everybody successful and learning from successful people. How do we become more successful? So it's pretty interesting. Um, guys, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Uh, it's very neat to hear your perspective on opinionated offerings. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. You're listening to estimate rocket radio the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Chris, next time when you wanted Kathy to do just a couple sentences, you got to say, Kathy, in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs>